Welcome to KC Corner, episode 48. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And we've been off like a month, haven't we? I know. It feels like <laughs> it. Grace Hooper was our last episode. That's incredible. One <laughs> week uh, we're off and man, but it's good to be back in the saddle. Brooksy, oh, boy. Yeah. And this morning we've got a live audience and you've we already do. been thrown up on not by Ford or Zuzu. No, I have not. <laughs> one of my twins, my dog. I gave him a treat this morning. My dogs are up here with us, Grace and Zoe. And uh, uh, they look beautiful. And one of my dogs, Zoe, came over to... Uh, Wanted to give me a little loving, which I loved, and then she kind of threw up on me. And so, uh, yeah, it's one of those days. Just one of those days. That's you know, how we get back in the saddle, start the new year off right. King's Corner. <laughs> Let me see if I can connect this to the gospel. You know, that's why we need Jesus, Brooks. It's a beautiful day. I mean, it's crisp. It's cool. There's so many great things, and your dog throws up on mm-hmm. you, you know? It is. It is. It's a beautiful day, and you asked why I had the windows up, and you open them, and then the sun just shined directly it's, in my face. <laughs> Even good things can just hurt you. <laughs> exactly. Too much of a good thing, huh? Sounds but, like the book of Ecclesiastes. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly, exactly. But you were back after uh, David Outing preached the previous Sunday. You were back up there um, and what you meant to say. Well, loved uh, David Outing, obviously. Always loved having him. And, you know, maybe even a quick shout out. What a great Advent season. I oh, mean, yeah. It was just so exciting and just mm-hmm. really loved uh, being in Isaiah and, and loved seeing what God did. And then a couple of great Christmas Eve services. So thank God for that. And, uh, Starting the new year of really wanting to flourish in 2021 and not just flounder, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know about you, but, you know, how did you not just feel like you were floundering in 2020? And mm-hmm. uh, with COVID, uh, our, all of our lives turned upside down, all of our schedules. You were just talking about your favorite weekend of the year coming up uh, for work mm-hmm. and a, a great uh, conference. The it, ABCA convention. The convention, yep. yeah, for, for baseball and how now it's virtual and what a difference that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in the midst of where we are, how do we flourish? And so we uh, we jumped into the Proverbs, uh, Wisdom for the Journey, and we're going to be there for five weeks. And the, where the Proverbs begin is where we need to begin. And that is that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all knowledge. It's the mm-hmm. beginning of all wisdom. And, you know, that word fear of the Lord uh, is confusing. You know, we, we think of like a fear, like a a phobia, like like uh, something that terrifies us. And it's really not that. I, I had a definition that I wanted to go with that uh, kind of helped us because really the fear should be linked to love. I mean, it's, 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 it is in scripture. And I had this definition of, of affectionate reverence by which the child of God bends himself to the father's will and law and the infect- affectionate embrace of the Father, Son, as Lord and Savior. So the fear of the Lord really is, is that I love our great God and I respect him. I respect him for who he is. I respect him for what he's done. And I respect his word as authoritative and finding our flourishing in him and finding our flourishing and in, in living our lives uh, where he's more in the focus and we're less. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not thinking less of ourselves, Um I think guys like Tim Keller and others have really done a great job magnifying this. It's not it's not thinking less of ourselves, what somebody like myself, who's a self-loather, often does. It's thinking of ourselves less. Mm-hmm. And it's just thinking more about the kingdom. It's thinking more about the glory of our great God and the good of our neighbor, as we say all the time at King's Chapel. So, you know, how, how do we do that? And that, that beginning of knowledge, that fear of the Lord, it's it's the starting point of of. of of life and it's it's a foundation that we're going to build everything on and it really will lead to the flourishing so um and i and i love the fact that when you read through the whole story brooks and you get to 
the New Testament and all the promises of God that he had of one who would come to make things right. It even says of Jesus that he is the power of God and he's the wisdom of God. And mm-hmm. and that knowledge and that wisdom and that power, it, it comes not from us, it comes from him. And, you know, the bottom line is if we want to flourish, we want to, we want to live out the gospel and, and we want to live for the glory of our great God. And, uh, you know, we want to live knowing that we are forgiven and free and we want to live uh, um, our, our lives trying to bear fruit uh, for his glory. So that's that's flourishing. And again, what's really bad is in America, I know Netflix did a really cool special on the American gospel and it showed how a lot of perverted American dreams uh, uh, views got into the gospel where, you know, it's a health, wealth and prosperity. We're going to talk about that this week. But um, you know, the gospel scripture is going to be clear. If you want to live a godly life, you're going to be persecuted. Uh, it's going to be difficult. But even in the midst of all of that, we can flourish. Mm-hmm. And we can flourish when we have rightfully the love for our great God, the embracing of his son and his word and trying to live that out. Yeah, whenever I heard fear of the Lord, I always thought like a respect of, you know, a parent or a boss or something that you love them and want to please them and, you know, do your best so they can love you. Uh, not like the, in the terms of works, like working up the ladder, but wanting to get that respect in the same way. You know, Brooks, that's why you're always so good. You're so smart. <laughs> that was, that's a great definition. I think the only thing that caught my ear was so that they could love you, you mm-hmm. know, and remember, uh, caught my, almost caught myself. <laughs> well, well, and your parents are going to love you cause they love you, but they're not going to love you perfectly. Even as wonderful as Robbie and Vicky are, you know, um, but God does, and mm-hmm. and uh, but that loving us knows what's best for us. That's 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 a hard time because mm-hmm. a lot of the times is is when we look at somebody, is this good? We put it through our filter. Is God treating me right? We're going to talk about that in next chapter of Bridges. You know, mm-hmm. does God have the right, and can we kind of earn His favor? And mm-hmm. if we could, we can manipulate God. So I know we're going to push that off this week. Hey, folks. Chapter 5 of Transforming Grace. We really are coming back to it next week, so Mm -hmm. jump in. Someone in this room has a hockey game today that he was more focused on. Totally kidding. No, no, it's it's not totally. I think Twain said there's always truth in humor, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of truth in that. I'm not sure I was focused on the game, but just focused on a lot of things. It's been a busy week of hockey. Let me just say, I tried out on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. It's not the prime spot for a pastor to try out on Sunday evening at like 8 o'clock, so I guess it was 7.30 or something. So I tried out, and you told me, uh, you know, you reminded me, oh, is it like your JV baseball days? And so, uh, But I not only made one team, I made two. So, mm-hmm. Brooks, I had skate and shoot yesterday. I got a game today, skate and shoot tomorrow, game on Sunday. So game on, bro. You're an NHL star. I'm an NHL star. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, it's been it's been so much fun. So where are we? How do we get here? <laughs> we can go to what, what you hope to say. This okay. Well, you know, what I hope to say, and this is going to be when we're going through the Proverbs in only five weeks, what it does is it it, it, it makes you focus on kind of some of the themes or the topics. And well, the topic we're going to focus on this week is really money and it's, uh, you know, our wealth and how do we flourish with that? And I think this is a perfect, thank you, Brooks, to get me back. Gotcha. And uh, you, you always do. <laughs> but I think it's on Netflix, the American gospel that that really tried to push the American dream and the gospel together that if we fear the Lord, if we, uh, you know, have that beginning of all knowledge and wisdom, that we will prosper materially or, 
that your American dream will come true. And uh, uh, that's not, that's not, they're not connected. Mm -hmm. um, and they really aren't. And so, um, so anyway, all that to say, when we think of flourishing, when it comes to, to our, our money or our, our wealth or that kind of thing, our finances, um, we really got to make sure we are the lens that we look through is not the American dream lens, um, not the Wall Street lens. Um, it's the lens of the gospel, which, you know, scripture is going to tell us uh, that godliness with contentment is great gain. And that, you know, part of flourishing is the, the really our grasp on our, our resources and our grasp should be on Jesus and everything else we should hold pretty loosely. And mm -hmm. there's a real call to generosity. I, I can't get over, I read scripture and you hear God's heart and it's for the widow, it's it's for the orphan, it's for, it's like, you know, basically, and this is Jeff's summary here, it's basically, if you love me, you're, you're gonna be investing in kingdom things. And so, um, you know, that's a real good identifier. So anyway, what I hope to say this week really is about, uh, flourishing and not floundering and, and wisdom for the journey when it comes to even things like our wealth and our finances and money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a tough thing to always balance between the gospel and American dream because obviously it's a great thing that we live in a country that people born in a lower social class can work their way up or come here from other countries looking for a better life and um, like putting in the work will get you places and you can work your way up the ladder unlike other places in the world but also realizing that the gospel isn't workspace and that's not how it works like i was saying earlier it's not climbing up a ladder for each good work you do it's so good and it's so true and you know i i love this country I, I love the american dream in many ways of just kind of the opportunity and and uh you know the freedoms that we have and enjoy but I'm a materialist. And I just love stuff, you know, and I, I could easily get wrapped up in the American dream. And it's, uh, I guess, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And so um, that that dream keeps seeping in. And so um, and then sometimes you want to throw the baby out with the bathwater like, oh, man, you know, capitalism's wrong or and, and I don't think I've ever gotten there. But, you know, there's certainly the other extreme. Um, I <laughs> It sure beats communism, you know. It, it sure beats fascism, and uh, um, but as Christians, you know, we really got to make sure that we give to see, render to Caesar's what is Caesar's, and and give to God what is God, you know. And you know, what are we giving to uh, our society, and what are we giving to our Savior? Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So now getting into some King's Chapel news, I know. KC group starting up this next week. Next week, and we're gonna our KC groups are actually uh, we're kind of, I'm kind of stuck on Prodigal God. I know we did that here. Uh, we're gonna do a seven week study on Luke 15, incredible story of the prodigal sons, mm -hmm. as we know, and the mm -hmm. prodigal God, the giving God. So uh, we're back to Tim Keller for the start of the year, which will be great with our KC groups. But really, this Sunday is going to be so important. We're going to have a congregational meeting uh, starting with dinner at 5 p.m. this Sunday. And I can't wait. It'll be our first one. And so if you're a member or a regular visitor and you live within town, if you can, you know, uh, come on Sunday night, we'd love to have you. And it's going to be kind of talking about what I hope and pray and the leaders hope and pray that 2021 will be like, uh, what will flourishing look like for us as a, a new church plant. I, I, I guess we can still call ourselves new. I mean, we're about a year and a half. Yeah. I'd say the, COVID knocks it down like six months. Too. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> we didn't have people in there for a while. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, um, 
So that's going to be an important date. That's Sunday the 10th and uh, it's 5 p.m. And then we're also going to do a work day right after church on the 17th. And, um, you know, one of the one of the things that we are realizing that we feel really called to at King's Chapel is to be a family church. And with that, um, we're so grateful for the facility that we get to rent. We're so grateful for the partnership with the Orlando Korean Church. But what we want to do is we want to kind of uh, fix up our playground, get some new playground stuff. And, and, uh, <laughs> make it safe for the kids. Make it safe, yeah. <laughs> you know, I put I put my uh, two-year-old granddaughter, Polly June, uh, in one of the swings, and I was going to buckle her in. It's like, oh, you can't do it. You know, it's, <laughs> She's going to fly right it's out. Exactly. And I look over, <laughs> like, the, the leg is rotting out. You know, I'm like, oh, gosh, you know. So, uh, and I'm, I'm not trying to slam the church, but it's just time for something new and fresh. And so we're going to uh, start cleaning up the playground area and – in my dream, and just a little jump into the future, uh, what I hope to be the future is that, you know, I'd love to see that that backyard area become kind of accessible. I'm I'm looking at a volleyball net. I'd love to throw a volleyball net up back mm-hmm. there and, and just be able to have some family activities back there, and, and uh, uh, which would be just great. So that's going to be Sunday the 17th. We're going to start. We won't we're just going to start the cleanup of, of getting the place ready, and, and then we're going to uh, get a, uh, uh, Lord willing, a, a playground set that's going to come in, and we'll put that in. And uh, and then starting in September, after the Super Bowl. September? Uh, I yeah, uh, September. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's a long It's early, way. Brooks. It's early. Let me get another <laughs> sip of coffee here. Well, it sounds hmm. like, at least for that work day, it's a little less manual labor than last time, like hucking trees around and sawing them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, it, it was. And we, we worked with a Korean church. It's like, you know, we had to prove that we were really working hard. Yeah, you know? yeah. And we so, were just uh, deadlifting trees exactly. into the forest. Exactly. It was great. So, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's not going to be that hard, as far as you know. Come on out. Uh, so, in in. February, February, we're back. back. Um, After the Super Bowl, uh, we're going to start up some Sunday night activities, some leadership training. And, you know, I I don't have all the details fleshed out yet, but really look forward to gathering again and maybe having some of our small groups and some of our training on, on Sunday nights and utilizing that place. We have it. And you know what, where I'm going, and I'll, I'll end with this, Brooks, is that uh, there's a collision in my mind between my desires and and what I think is might be reality. And let me just say it this way to Casey Cornerland: um, that that those people who do the research on these kind of things say that oftentimes a typical church member will give you two time slots, um, one to two time slots, and that's it. So use them wisely, you know, and. Uh, so if you, for example, if you want to have a small group ministry and you want to have like a Sunday morning, Sunday school or Sunday night, it's like, okay, which ones do you want? They're going to come to worship and, and they might give you one more. And, you know, really what has a tendency to go up the ladder is a KC group, a small group, because that way people get to be known and you can have a little bit deeper discipleship. And that usually takes precedence of that second rung after worship. Worship will always be number one. And, but I have this dream of, yeah, I, I want our KC groups to flourish, but we also got to do some training. We got to do some other stuff. And, you know, I, I dream of a church that's, that's engaged on Sunday morning and Sunday nights. And, and, uh, now for many people who hear this, that's so for some, we're going to say, Yahoo, man, I love that. And some are going to say, oh man, I grew up with that. And it just felt like I was in church all the time. And, 
And so I, I wrestle with that. I don't want to just open the doors and just, you know, kind of browbeat people back into the seats. Uh, but I, I have this urgency of a kingdom to win. And I, I just feel like, uh, how do we get King's Chapel on, on the greatest foundation and footing, according to God's word and the gospel, uh, to flourish for years to come? And, you know, Brooks, it's, it's interesting because as we've talked as leaders, um, we got to look beyond just you know, the, the short term, you know, what, what does this church look like for uh, your children and grandchildren? And boy, wouldn't it be fantastic if King's Chapel is flourishing in years to come? So that really gives an urgency with guys like you. It's like, hey, our young people really have to feel they own this and they have to feel like they, they are leading this and help lead the charge. And so, you know, when do we train you guys? You know, when do we have that time? So I'm dreaming of, of, of a Sunday and we're kind of going back and forth. You do it right after church, which to me isn't prime. If I'm done preaching, you know, I need to usually catch my breath before mm-hmm. I could turn the page to something different. So get some, uh, get some Jimmy Hulas on you. Give me some Jimmy Hulas, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I can always turn the page to something to eat. That's for sure. So, so anyway, th- those are things. Some of the things that are coming up. So, if you're listening to this, um, you know, <clears throat> plan on you know coming and joining us for some of these great activities. If you're listening, you're far away. Maybe you're in Nashville, New Jersey, or some other <laughs> some other place uh get in your car and come come on we want to have you not not too far it's not that bad of a drive exactly <laughs> well that's it this week we're good to be back good to be back in the saddle <laughs> happy new Brooksy. year happy new year 2021 is our year amen <laughs> let's 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 flourish <laughs> <laughs>